0: amanda gale hi how are you welcome to our episode of the gifters podcast where your story is gift to the world and we want you to share it here how are you today are you in zuma arizona
1: i'm in yuma yes
0: you, Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's yuma california I'm sorry, Yuma...
1: (laughs) Arizona, I'm right on the border, so you're mixing everything together, so yeah, you're very accurate.
0: (laughs) This is why these podcasts are just so organic, okay, where I'm messing up the names, mispronouncing
1: things. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay.
0: But um, it's Yuma, Arizona. Yes. And this is Amanda Gale, who has had multiple companies, mostly in the fitness and health and now she has moved more toward the financial legacy part where she's really helping people build out a financial foundation. Now, this is all about stories, Amanda. What are some things you can share with our listeners about, first of all, you know, how you grew up, who, who kind of impacted you where, let's say, when you were six or eight years old, like, was there one person that... That's planted a seed in your mind to say that, you know what, Amanda, you can be an entrepreneur when you get older or, 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 was it the opposite? You know, where some people are just saying to you, Oh, Amanda, you, you can't do things that you might want to do, or any, any stories that you want to share with our, our listeners?
1: Yeah, actually, this is very interesting that we're talking about this because I've been thinking about, okay, who are the people who have impacted me in my life and in my business? And I've thought back as far as I can possibly think. And I just remember I was always pretty much alone. Um, I grew up as an only child. Uh, I had to be creative trying to figure out how to keep myself busy. I was always making things and using my imagination. Um, and I never really had those people that I would look for, um, or that I had to help me, um, figure out what it is that I want to do. And even my parents, they never asked me, Hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, mm and they never encouraged me to you know look for you know colleges or look for what kind of job I wanted to do. So I always had these questions and I was always very curious. And every time I would ask questions, I would usually get shot down after a while because <laughs> I was so curious. So people would just be like, oh, just, just stop. <laughs> um, I went to a lot of schools. So that was the other thing is I went to over 14 different schools growing up. Um, my mom was a traveling nurse and my dad retired very young. I was in third grade whenever we started moving around wow. and, Um, I went to a Catholic school, like, my eighth grade year, and that's when I I really started asking a lot of questions, and this is probably when I started becoming a little bit more quiet, too, um, because there was a nun that (laughs) I just kept asking all these questions, and she pretty much told me to stop, and this is just the way that it is, and stop asking, and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I was like, okay, fine, I'll stop asking questions. But I've always been very curious and I always had this feeling that there was more to what I was supposed to be doing and I was just searching, searching, searching. Um, and I, I never really found that mentor until recently in the past couple of years, um, which is really amazing to be able to go that far in my life and in my business without having a mentor. Um, but it has made a world of a difference since I found one.
0: Nice. So how did you end up really staying hopeful? Because frankly, being curious is one of the hallmarks of being an entrepreneur. And clearly from a very young age, although you didn't have those mentors, how did you even stay afloat? How did you stay aspirational as well as optimistic given that you didn't have that support? What, what helped you? Did you read books? Did you, were you very athletic? I mean, how did you get through some of those challenging times?
1: I was very athletic. Um, That seemed to be my outlet a lot of times because I went to so many different schools. The first thing I could find was, okay, what sport can I get involved in? So then at least I feel like I'm part of something. Um, And then I had, I've always had this internal, I always call it freakishly disciplined. Um, I don't know what it is or where it came from or how I developed it, but when it came to sports, when it came to working out, when it came to focusing on whatever goal I was trying to reach, um, I didn't have to have anyone telling me what to do. I huh. just do it. And and now I look back and I'm like, man, if somebody would have just kind of pushed me, I could have been great at a lot of things <laughs> if I just had that one person. But I'm so thankful for it because in business now, I am very, very still disciplined and I'm able to accomplish a lot. And I know that I'm going to be accomplishing a lot more even when I'm 80 years old um, just because of this internal drive that I have.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's a great way to put it. When you say freakish, freakish, uh, freakishly <laughs> <laughs> disciplined, yeah. I remember I was reading. Um, I think it was Think Grow Rich, where where William Olson, or, or I, I'm messing all the names up today. But the, the main point was having day tight compartments where everyone tries to do so many things in life, but it's about are you disciplined to do what you need to do today? Mm-hmm. And it seems like you've had this this amazing discipline in your life. And how do you feel that, let's say, moving toward another topic of, okay, so you've gone to 14 schools and entrepreneurship is really like a a battlefield of uncertainty sometimes. So what do you feel you learn from those experiences of actually going to so many schools, especially at a young age? You know, when you get older, you have some level of of anchoring and some awareness. But when you're younger, it's really hard to to fit in, perhaps. So how do you what do you feel you learn from just moving to so many different schools? And how did you, again, just just um, stay sane and, and, and hopeful?
1: I think that, you know, it's really incredible when you get to the point in your life where you don't care if you fit in anymore.
0: <laughs> Great.
1: And as an entrepreneur, that's what we want. We don't want to fit yeah. in. We want to be, you know, the unique, you know, niche, the the difference. How how can we be different? And whenever we come to that realization that it's okay to be different, we all are uh, very unique in, in very many ways. Um, and... Once I I discovered that at the same time, we have to find a way to stay focused on what we're what we're trying to do so that we don't get so scatterbrained and trying to find, you know, different avenues and different things. It's all about, okay, what what is serving me? to get myself to where I need to go for my end goal or whatever vision it is that I'm working on now because um, I think as entrepreneurs, we do get stuck in that, okay, what's next? What's next? Instead yeah. of you no, know, stay focused and complete this first and then go on to what's next.
0: <laughs> yeah. Have you ever went back to your that nun that said that this is what it is and this is how it should be? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I haven't. I have not gone back um, pretty much to anyone. I've, I've forgotten a lot of a lot of people along the way, um, just because I've been so many places and and had so many people in my life, um, but that none. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if she would ever remember me. I am a redhead, so it's hard to forget me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have a, a similar story. When I was in third grade, my Teacher Mrs. McArdle, she would always say, Christopher, you're talking too much. You're going to stay after class and write, I went on talking in class. And I actually went back a few years back just to see if she's still around. She's actually since passed away. There was a, a plaque of her name on, on the in front of the classroom. But it's those things where, again, I didn't really appreciate her at the time. But uh, it's those memories that really stick with you. Um, getting back to the discipline, because again, this podcast is really about helping other entrepreneurs, helping other executives, helping people just really live the better version of yourself. And it seems like you've had so many varied experiences, but I really want to dial in into the discipline part. Like, what do you? What are there like certain daily routines or habits that you have each day that allows you not just to be a peak performer in your own life, but also for your clients, because this is really about serving other people and you're building out a financial legacy for your clients. So what are some things that you feel have been helpful for you, whether you know, mental, emotional, physical, what are some things that have allowed you to be this disciplined person?
1: I have structured a lot of my life um, and it comes from waking up incredibly early. Um, I'm up at 4 a.m., pretty much every single day. And everything is very structured. So I try to get as much done in the mornings. Um, So if I'm working on a project, if I'm creating a program, or if I'm, you know, working on a policy or whatever it is, I try to do it within a scheduled block of time. So I schedule my day, I schedule my week, I have a habit of sitting down every Sunday at a certain time, to just kind of look over my week so I don't have to go to bed with thoughts and, oh, did I do this or did I think of this? Um, I'm really good at shutting things off too. So when I am finished with something, I'm done. I don't think about it again until I come back to that block of time when I'm supposed to think about it. Um,
0: That's great. mm -hmm. That's a great piece of advice. You know, we're actually pretty much out of time almost. Um, Where can our listeners learn more about your services in terms of helping them with a financial legacy?
1: Um, Easily, they can go to my website, amandagail.com. That's A-M-A-N-D-A-G-A-I-L.com. They can also find more about what I do on the website, elitehathaway.com. That's E-L-I-T-E dot Um And they can pretty much find out everything and be easily contacting uh, me through those websites as well.
0: That's awesome. Amanda, thank you so much for your time. Wish you continued success in your business and look forward to talking to you some more.
1: Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Bye, Amanda. Um, bye-bye.